Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. When you don't go to geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like. Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to geico.com and you can save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your move. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 you're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Welcome, everybody, to the front porch of florist photography. I am so happy to announce that. I was going to say this, y'all, but I'm just so excited I can't. I have to say it. And even as I say it, my eyes want to tear up because Front Porch Sex Talk has officially gone on tour. That's right. I am on tour with the front porch. And I will go into more details about that later, but right now... I am at Florist Photography in Alamogordo, New Mexico. My mama and I packed up. Y'all have been here talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. So my mama and I packed up and did a road trip on Friday. We drove 11 hours, something like that. It was a long, it was a long, long way, long time. But it was so worth it because we are with family, and I get to interview Trisha Flores of Tees Photography and Flores Photography. And um, I'm doing, I, I did my, my boudoir shoot. So this episode is all about interviewing her, me talking about how I showed my ass and froze my nipples off and talking about with our mothers, how open candid we are and how... <laughs> <laughs> my Aunt Pat is, she's quite funny. She's sitting next to me, and she's just giggling, and it's quite contagious. <laughs> We're all very open with this family. We have, I shouldn't say, we don't have any secrets. We do have some secrets, but, you know, this morning, you know, they have their little ritual with how they get dressed in the morning, the florist girls, my Aunt Pat, Trisha, and her daughter, Adrian. You know, they're in the bathroom, and they're getting ready, and they're, this morning I walked in, and Trisha pulls out her nipple. 
Well, she was making fun of my nipples. I wasn't making fun of them. I said you just have long nipples. (laughs) And so we started comparing our nipples. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my family, y'all. I have very special guests. I have Trisha, my cousin. Of Florence Photography <laughs> and he's Boudoir Photography, her daughter Adrian, and my aunt Pat, my mother Gloria, which y'all all know Gloria. Everybody knows Mama Gloria. <laughs> Roland, her fiance, and Aunt uh, Alex. Trisha's <laughs> <laughs> <Drisha's> fiance. <laughs> No, Gloria's like here. <laughs> still saving herself for the right man. And we have Alex, um, my other cousin, which Vince. My, Vince, my, my yeah, brother. yeah, he's the other part of Flora's photography, and I guess we scared him off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is about family, bearing it all, and um See how we how we got here, but first I want to talk about my photo shoot. That was the scariest thing I have ever done is to put myself out there, step out of my box, my comfort zone, and it, it was very emotional for me. It is very emotional for me because I do love the moon and I do. Um, I came up here and I I picked this particular day because of that. Because I wanted to chase the supermoon. It's not going to happen again until 2034. So I needed to come up here to the mountains and do some meditating. And it has been so powerful. So, so powerful. All of the messages that I've been getting, it's it's just been insane. And for those that know me, you know I'm also a psychic medium. On top of the relationship, the intimacy coach and the sex educator and the writer and the Tantra practitioner, so it's been a very spiritual cleansing, a purge, so to say, because I'm getting ready for my next my next journey, my next chapter, and this all just confirmed and solidified it. But I had always wanted to do this because I've been very sick, and I just needed to, and I've come out of it. I'm still on the down, you know, the upslope of coming out of it, and I needed to do this for myself. Um, it's not like I'm going to show everybody my goods. Well, maybe one or, you know, Dave Gahan wants to see them, but I highly doubt that. <laughs> you never know. You know, I'm, I've been waiting 35, 36 years for him, but he's going on tour next year. So maybe I'll carry my picture around. Yeah, I can dream. So, you know, he saw me in Austin on the last tour. I had my Dave shirt on. He saw me in Italy, so... Maybe if I show my ass and my nipples, they'll see me. <laughs> Maybe if you have long nipples, he'll remember. <laughs> Maybe so. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway. <laughs> and I do not have long I was just okay, okay. and I don't know why you got so upset about it. Well, the conversation this morning, we were talking about hardwood floors versus throw rugs and nipples and vaginas and sensations with the head of the penis and <laughs> oh, that deserves a clap. Yay! <laughs> so the only token male in the room. <laughs> He's actually blushing now. Look at him. 
So we've got a lot to talk about, but first, I want to interview you, Trisha. Let's go. So, tell me, what got you into this? What what got you into photography, period? Let's talk about that first. Well, what got me into photography was my dad um, had our business since 1983, so I grew up basically watching him, but his his style of photography was different. It wasn't his law. It was more sports. It was more families and weddings. And before I had my last child nine years ago or eight years ago, I wanted to have different types of pictures in my bedroom. And so I did my first boudoir shoot. It wasn't really boudoir. It was more empowerment. It was more, um, you know, I had a man shirt on. I wanted to feel sexy. And I loved the way the pictures turned out. Um, I have them framed. They're in my room. And every time people, you know, would see them, they were like, wow, you know, that's that's cool. That's awesome. What made you want to do that? But the reason I I like doing it is because when I look at those pictures now, I see a woman then that thought she knew it all, but I've grown so much more. Um, it captured a time in my life. It captured, um, you know, when I do boudoir, I had to think about my own shoes. And so I remember thinking about certain things, certain um, people in my life, um, certain certain situations that I had been in. And you can see a bit of sadness in my eyes, you can see a bit of vulnerability in my eyes, as opposed to the most recent shoot I did, that you could see more passion, more more confidence. Um, and I did those pictures for my now fiancé for his birthday. And so, it, it you know, boudoir, it's just different. It, it depends. Are you doing it for yourself, or are you doing these for somebody else? With You know, so that... That's what what I love is the women, when they're done with their shoot and when they see these pictures, they can't believe that that's them. They can't believe that they had the confidence to, you know, wear little to nothing or something special if they're for their male in their life, for their husband, lover, whoever. So beautiful. Um, And I People don't ask me to Photoshop you. So oh, Lord, that was going to be my question. <laughs> <laughs> can, you do, can you do a little me? What I, what I do is if I Photoshop anything, it's very little. You know, yeah, we can smooth lines and everything like that, but embrace who you are. Everybody sees you for who you are on a day-to-day basis, so why are you trying to capture something you're not? Embrace who you are mm-hmm. and love who mm-hmm. you are. Exactly. And exactly. Uh, and that's what makes it more successful. Right. Right. So tell me about your clients. Who are they? Oh, they're everybody. I mean, I... What do you get the... Who comes to you the most? I mean, there's a specific age group. Oh, I've done anywhere from a 20-year-old... To, uh, I did a grandmother last year. She was 65, 66. And, um, but, you know, it, it's just, it started out as friends. 
And then as, you know, the name, you know, the work was being recognized, because not everybody wants to post these types of pictures online. Not everybody is willing to, um, you know, break these out in the family photo album. So it's really just women getting comfortable with their friends and saying, you know, let's do this. I even did a, a, a done boudoir party where a group of women will get together for a couple of hours and they'll have their wine or, you know, their mixed margaritas and they build each other up and they cheer each other on while doing these photos. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's a different, it's, I want to say it's the next generation Tupperware party. Exactly. Exactly. And I see a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. back in Texas and, you know, sometimes it's the only way to let loose. Yes. So how do you get them to open up or how do you get them to strut their stuff or embrace what they need to embrace? We always do an initial consultation and I, I basically want to get to know them as a person. You know, are they, are they already comfortable within themselves? What do you do for a living? Are you a powerful businesswoman? Are you a school teacher? Uh, you know, and are you doing these for you or for someone else? Then we talk about wardrobe. You know, what do you want to wear? You know, most women, when they say, well, I'm doing this for my husband, for, you know, our anniversary, you know, we always do, um, I do the signature white shirt, man shirt, um, that's just standard in every boudoir shoot that I do, kind of like my trademark. And then they will actually look and see what is their husband's interest or their boyfriend's interest. Is he a football fan? Is he in a rock band? And we incorporate his interest into the shoot because there's nothing like a man seeing that old football jersey that he used to wear on his woman. And he's giggling. Yeah, he's giggling (laughs) because he had his old football jersey, and it had great significance uh, because – Back when he was in high school, they went into the state championship, and he put it away afterwards, and it had his name on there. So I asked him for it one day, and I said, can I just have that? I need to borrow it for something. And when he opened his birthday present, it was me wearing just the jersey. And it was at White Sands, and it was a beautiful picture. And he hangs it proudly over his bed. and. Motivation. See, that's the difference difference between porn and exactly. I was just gonna say there's a difference between, and you know, I've been doing bits and pieces and teasers about doing my photo shoot, and I've had those classical douche tards. Mm -hmm. Yes, if you hear this, you know who I'm talking about. um, That have made it very ugly and very Mm -hmm. into oh, it's gonna be porn and you're showing your 4th of July and everything else. No. No. It's not and that's the difference. That's why it's called boudoir because it's very French and very classy and there's nothing dirty about it. Just like sex. There's nothing dirty about it but there's always that one out there. You do want to leave a hint to the imagination. imagination. Yeah. You know, especially if they are for somebody because, you know, with my shoot um, I do the little black book and so my clients are able to choose eight images for the book. And it's a nice little way to give the man something to keep with him when mm-hmm. he doesn't want to display them. Right. If he goes on a business trip, you know, and it's, it's funny because one of the first shoots I did, she did it for her husband. He was retiring from the military, so, of course, she used his uh, BDUs and his mm-hmm. dog tags. And, you know, he just about 
fell out of his chair when he opened it. And he actually emailed me and said, oh, my God, you know, I never knew this side of my life ever existed. We've been married for so long. And thank you. You actually have put some sparks back into our marriage. Oh, of course. And and, and that's why I try to empower and help women find that empowerment Mm -hmm. and their divine goddess. And I've seen your work. And I've been part of it, so I see how you tap into that divine goddess, and that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Because women are so afraid to let that go. And I've, this whole past week was leading up into this part with the slut shaming. You know, if it doesn't, you know, there's husbands that want their wives and girl or their girlfriends or whatever your lovers to be very demure and sweet and innocent, and yet they secretly want that but they're afraid to they're afraid to tell their significant other lovers girlfriends whatever yeah i would like i want to see you like that you want a lady in the street and a freaking sheep and hey that's and that's my motto exactly and that's the way it should be and it should be like that i mean although sometimes you can shake a little bit on the street there's nothing wrong with that but again it's it's that open line of communication but this is it's it's the way now to I think it's very beautiful what you do and how you capture it, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see what mine are going to turn out to be. <laughs> well, like I said, the most rewarding part of it is to see the reaction on the subject herself when she sees her exactly. on screen or in print, and she just, it changes her whole, she walks with her head higher. Exactly. out more. Exactly. And, you know, because a lot of my clients, they will put the glamour stuff, just the headshot. Um, online, and they get so many positive reviews that they just like, oh my gosh, you know, everybody just loves these pictures. They never knew they that I could clean up so nice. But all I'm doing is just, I'm just, um, what do you call it? I guess emphasizing their strength. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, and, you know, back in the day, there you had the glamour, the whole glamour shot with the big hair and the big makeup and everything else. But now it's, I think this is, I guess it's the new generation of how photography has gone and how you can embrace that. Mm-hmm. And um, t- do you ever do couples? Oh, yes. And how yes. does that go? Um, couples are... Interesting. They, at first, you know, it's always the man actually that's a little bit more nervous at first, but then he gets into it. And that's something that even when it's just a woman, um, I tell them, I don't want you to pose for me. I want you to interact. Mm-hmm. I want you to interact. And when I see something I like, or a look, or an exchange, or a touch, I I will shoot that. I don't want you to look at a picture and recreate that. I'm creating. I don't want to imitate anybody else's work. Right. Same thing with, you know, women when they're up there. You know, like, what do I do? How do I look? You know, I mean, I'll show you a few basic things, but I want you just to start touching your body. I want you to start moving your arms. I want you to start looking. And and that's what I shoot. It's never a posed shot. I don't like posed photography. I like more, I guess, what you would call natural, you know, and just being... Life, real life. Yes, natural life. Um. And the rest of it, honestly, is editing. It's, you know, adding not so much filters, but different vignettes and dramatic uh, lighting to it and, and black and white 
Like they it just captures the, the moment, moment so much more. <laughs> Black and white Aww. is very um, old Hollywood. Very, very glamorous. Yeah. So, and, you know, and then we do things outdoors. We do things in studio. We do things, you know, boudoir isn't just limited to a bedroom. I know. Well, a lot of people think, and there are some people who are stuck in that whole in the bedroom type of thing. And I think, and you are one of the first people that I have seen take it outside and take it to different places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've seen quite a few, and I, the imagination, your imagination is, is very unique. So, of course, that's why I chose you, and that's why I made this 11 and a half hour try. Well, you know, a lot of, you know, I think, again, that misconception about boudoir is confused with Playboy centerfold. Mm-hmm. That's not what boudoir is. I mean, those are very beautiful, you know, and classy um, pictures. But most women don't want to go that far. Right. No. I mean, especially if you're going to hang it in your bedroom and your kids are going to walk in or whatever. And when I do do the couples, like you asked, it's more um, they want something for their bedroom. Um, They want something, and it's not facial shots. It's more body shots. Right. The man touching the woman, kissing her neck, the shoulders, um, you know, no shirt on and she has, you know, maybe his shirt on. It, it's just whatever is them. And it's actually, I had a couple uh, earlier this year and they wanted something for their bedroom because they had just transformed everything. The kids had, the last child had left for college and so they wanted something to where they didn't have to worry about Junior walking in and saying mm-hmm. mommy and daddy, you know. Right. Because their bedroom is now their sanctuary. Right. You know, it's a whole, they're rediscovering themselves. And that's how it should be. And I'm actually doing, you know, uh, I wrote a piece for um, Brene Savant's book, What's Your Mama, the Bible, and Porn Never Talks About Sex. And I talk about, I wrote chapter four, y'all. You can still go get it. Um, and I talk about how you need to, I mean, literally make an appointment with each other and, mm-hmm. you know, make that your sanctuary and transform that into your altar because it is a very beautiful ritual. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all amazing. I, I'm really very lucky to be here and have had this opportunity with you. And I know, Adrian, you've done yes. pictures I and have. boudoir photos with your mom. How was that? It was so much fun. Pictures, I mean, like how she said, it's something that she saw her dad doing growing up. And, of course, you know, being my grandpa, he was always throwing me in front of the camera. Hey, let me test this light. Let me do this. So being in front of the camera isn't something that scares me. But getting to have something like that to do with my mom was so much fun. I mean, I'm the oldest. I'm grown. I'm out of the house. So we don't get to do a whole lot together anymore. So now that we found something else that's our thing, it, I mean, I love doing it. Just like, you know, when we did the photo shoot tonight. Here, sis, go up there real quick for just a couple poses. Did I get any good ones? I don't know. Is it because I like to post pictures of myself? Yes. If I got them, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but it's just something that we like to do, you know. So, I My mean, sister should be here for this. <laughs> she should. Yeah, Jennifer would love this. <laughs> I mean, she comes, she comes second best selfie queen to me. I, I do take a lot of selfies. <laughs> but no, I love doing it. It's a lot of fun, and it does. I mean, I did. I think the first one I did was for my twentieth birthday, mm-hmm. and I remember that. It was. And how did you feel when you did that? Were you nervous? Well, uh, I mean, you're used to being in the eye because you're 
pageant queen. Yeah, they do do pageants, and I was a cheerleader. I'm a performer. I was just nervous. But was it different from that to this? What was? It wasn't nerve-wracking because I was getting my picture taken. Like I said, I've I've always just been thrown in front of the camera. But I think because it was a boudoir shoot per se, I was just a little nervous because I wasn't trying to be cute and I wasn't trying to, you know, hit my cheer pose for my yearly picture. I was, I was trying to be a young woman and I was trying to be sexy. And then of course it is kind of nerve wracking when your mom is the one instructing you what to do. Cause that's where we bump heads, of course, in pageantry, <laughs> you know, she was my pageant coach. And so now she's telling me what to do again and something that I've done my whole life. So that's what I was nervous for. But after those first 10 shots, I just started having a lot of fun with it. And I used the fact that I wasn't a teenager anymore. I'm a young woman. I'm growing up. And I could show that and not be worried about people thinking I was putting too much out there. And, you know, those pictures, even though it was a boudoir shoot, it was more of a glamour shoot. Yeah. It wasn't really anything that you didn't see too much. I mean, if anything, it just looked like I was wearing a nice sparkly tank top and I had really awesome makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those shoots don't even necessarily have to always be sexy and seductive. I mean, they can right, just, it's how you're feeling at the yes, moment. And I was just, I was feeling young and I was feeling good. And I really think that we captured that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I For see sure. them because she's got you all displayed all over her wall. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Focal point. Well, I'm yeah. almost bedroom before. I think <laughs> what happened too is like I tell women, what I want you to think about and you know, you did ask how do you start your shoots? We start with the most clothes on because I just want them to be comfortable in front of the camera and I want to just kind of get a feel for their best angles, their best side. And then I always let them see what I've shot and they're like, Oh, okay, I thought this would have looked good, but it doesn't. Because sometimes we get stuck on one thing. No, the left side's my better side. But what I tell them is, when we get down to the nitty-gritty, I want you to think about two things. Your best sexual experience, if it was last week. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Real emotion comes through in that picture. I want to see a look. And you you cannot pretend. You have to think. And if you have to think about something, fine. We start with a glass of wine because some women are so nervous that they need to take the edge off. But Mm -hmm. I, you know, like, sure, that's part of the package. But when I told her, I said, okay, you know, you're my client today. You're not my daughter. I want you to think about up until this point, your best sexual experience you've ever had and how it made you feel. And and I want you to think about, I also want to capture a somber moment with you. I want to, I want you to think about something that, maybe almost disappointed you and pulled you back down to humble yourself. And that is raw emotion right there. Too. Right. So that's the difference in my boudoir photography as opposed to girls that just, you know, shoot their bra and panty. And I, I've seen, like I said, I've seen so many. And I don't know, I guess because I'm a little biased because you're my family, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but in all honesty, I've seen so many people when I post when I started posting, you know, that I'm doing this shoot and I'm coming all the way over here, I had, you know, several other people be like, Oh yeah, I've done that and they're showing me pictures. Now, oh go to this, but you don't have to drive all the way over here. Go here, it's local and I'm seeing it. And it's trash. And it was <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it was. It was just you know, a girl in a firefighter jacket standing there 
just it was very lifeless. Yeah. There was no emotion. There was. And that's it, why it, it looked like somebody took their their cell phone yeah. and took a fucking picture. <laughs> and that's the difference and between fine art portraiture. Exactly. This is art. This yeah. is not just getting in front of a camera and doing it because anybody can be out there and say, oh yeah, I do boudoir. But I think the difference, you know, what works so well with with forest photography and with you and Vince is, you know, Vince is capturing sports and everything else and you help him, but you, because you know how to embrace that divine goddess, you know how to embrace all of that, mm-hmm. you know, plus you're sensitive as well. And you can pick up on that, you know, you're empathic. You can pick up on it. That helps add to it. And it, it's definitely worth the drive over here. So if anybody is looking for true art, True boudoir, you know, I, I think what got me interested the first time was it, it's been several, several years. Um, a friend of mine in England, in London, actually, I saw some pictures of her because I'm not a Victoria's Secret model. I'm I am the curvy girl. And she did uh, boudoir for the curvy girl. I was like, oh, I've got to get to London. And then you started doing with the boudoir. It was right before you started in with it. And I was at that point, I was bound to determine I was going to do it. And how many years have I been saying I'm going to do this now? Forever. I'm going to come in September. (laughs) I'm going to come come in September. Well, damn it. I waited. And this, everything is divine timing because now I'm chasing the supermoon. Like I said, this is not going to happen again until 2034. Oh, Lord, I'm going to be 70 something. Oh, you still have your camera because I'm coming back in 70s. I'll be back in my 70s still showing my nipple to death. Never mind, we gotta get the tape like I was talking about. Get the packing tape out. <laughs> but it's, it's just beautiful. You know, it's- it is a very amazing experience, and you know, girls, never be afraid of. Once you get that initial picture, it's okay. You just, and for me, it's all about Dave because I ain't got nobody, so it's all about Dave. <laughs> He's been my inspiration since I was eight years old, so nothing stopped yet. So um, my I've always wanted to do that couple thing, you know, like with Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. where her CD, where she's holding her boobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, not this Gold. Yeah. Goals. Hashtag go. one day. Hashtag relationship goals. Fat girl looking for Batman. There you go. I'm looking for the future Mr. Monica Lee. <laughs> <laughs> not not really, but maybe a little bit. I don't know. You never know. So, um, thank you so much for all of that. You're welcome. So, you've had a a, a busy year, an exciting year. With everything blowing up with your photography, and you have someone very special sitting next to you, other than your your daughter. Yes. Give us a little song song about who this is. This is the amazing Roland, aka Duke. Duke. Say hi, Duke. Hello. This is my fiance, my happily ever after. He's a. If you really want to compare to something, it's sixteen candles. I swear to God. He was the senior, I was the goofy sophomore, and he was Jake. Oh, Jake. He's my Jake Ryan. Do you know Jake? Jake's a Jake. Yeah, and 
you know, if he, it's just funny because back in the day, we were kids of the 80s, um, we had a different school. So he went to, he went to the high school and I went to what we call the mid-high. So I, I was ninth, 10th grade. He was the senior and, you know, after, he was just part of that group of guys that um, was just the it crowd. You know, he was a hot football player. And when I saw him for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, he's totally out of my league. And it just so happened that my dad was the photographer and he did all the sports pictures and he knew dudes. And long story short, time passed. We shared one kiss back in 1987. I don't know what happened. And to this day, we have racked our brains. But my friend was dating his younger brother and she dragged me to the house. And he was there, and somehow he just thought he was big and bad and cornered me in the kitchen and kissed me. And that was it. I was like, and then he's like, well, you never called me. And I said, well, I wasn't allowed to call boys. You never called me. And so all that time passed. He gets married. I got married. We're divorced. And photography brought us back together. He contacted me to do his daughter's pictures her for her senior year last year, and I hadn't heard from him. Of course, Facebook reconnects you. So he was a friend, but not a, you know, an interactive friend. And um, I didn't even do the pictures. My brother did them. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was like the um, first set of pictures. Yeah. So finally, he. So when you saw her again, what happened? I mean, did you? Was it a flood of emotions? What happened? Something like that. Something like that. And then we actually had uh, just talking because it was long distance. Yeah. Since we couldn't, there was nothing there physically, it was all talk. But good talk. But good talk. Bound chicka wow. We found out that we were both, well, he knew I was divorced. I didn't know he was divorced. And it just so happened I had just changed my profile picture. I had had the same picture up since my father passed. Mm-hmm. And it had been almost a year and a half. So finally the day I changed it, he contacted me. He's blown away. Yeah. Mm. He's like, oh, damn. You're damn, Dana, you know, that's what I've been talking to. Well, oh, hell. She grew up. <laughs> <laughs> she got her boobies in, and they're so perky. <laughs> As y'all can tell, we're stuck on 16 Candles. That was our movie. But, you know, the rest of the So y'all are engaged. We're engaged. He popped the question at White Sands. Okay. And y'all give me hope. I know it's, you know, I'm single, and I right now, single is a choice for me. I have, plus I scare the hell out of men. Well, but, I did too, though. I mean, I have three I know. Kids. We talk every day. Every day at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I, I mean, I have three kids, and I purposely stayed single after the birth of my last child because I was just done, and I was going to give up, and he actually thought he would never be with anyone again at least for a while and it's and it's so true it's so cliche but when you least expect exactly. it exactly it happens. happens and I fought it and I even asked you to tell him I don't want to be with him I can't and you're like hmm all right you know I'll write an email and remember that email I remember and I was like no don't send it don't send it I, mm-hmm. I pulled my head out but I love when I'm right because I predicted him yeah he did and I'm a psychic medium, y'all. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> yes. so you can find me on psychicreadingsbymonica.com. <laughs> Plugging myself there. But, yeah, I mean, it's, 
it just everything does fall into place. It really does. So what do you think about her and her photography? I love it. I think she's Have you done yeah. pictures yet? Myself, no. Have we seen them? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to? I think you would I think you guys are doing a couple of photos. Doing it, doing it, she would be one. I love her work. I think it's, it's What is that called now with the guys that do it? The doudoir. There was one guy, he was really hot. He had a dad bod and he had the socks and the boots on. I was like, damn, oh, that's my kind of dude right there. He had the beer belly. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's just hot. He had the facial, it was the facial hair that got me. Oh, of course. But, mm-hmm. He loves my pictures. Well, good. So how do you guys keep it spicy? <laughs> we role play a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, we, I think the guests want to know. Um, Inquiring minds want to know. No, I mean, we do the usual. We have our date night. We do a lot of Netflix and chill. Mm. But we've taken a few quick trips together. We, around yeah, around the day we've gone to the hot springs and we've gone for lifelong, you know, weekend trips. But we do laugh because there's times when we feel like, God, you know, there were so many times we could have dated back when we were in high school but someone told him I had a boyfriend or somebody told me this. And so we just kind of like let it go. And I feel cheated. You know, I'm like, I've known you all these years, 30 years. So sometimes we play like I'm 16 and he's 18. Oh, and, damn. And, you know, we're sitting on the couch and all I can do is hold your hand because my daddy's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> and how old are you now? 47. How old are you? Oh yeah. Oh oh. So yeah. Daddy's in the other room. Um, I'm still virgin. And, and you know, actually, Daddy's still in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, we sit there and we act like. And, and the funny thing is, since he did know my dad at that point in my life, he's like, you know, Al, Mr. Flores wants to let me do this. He went. I was like, no. <laughs> One time I said, well, you know, you can come over and we can watch. You know, we have a new VCR. <laughs> You can watch 16 Candles with me. You can watch 16 Candles or Revenge of the Nerd, you know, and keep it clean. Um, And, of course, we pretend that my little boys were my little brother back then. So, you know, there's the pesky little child. But Mm -hmm. then there's me that walks in, and I crawl into bed between you two, and I'm just like, hi, I want to hang out, too. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm... I'm the oldest. I should be out doing other things. But <laughs> I crawl into bed and I, I want to hang out with my parents. Yeah, so we role play that. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's all in fun, and it and it actually has really sparked some really strong emotions. Strong emotions, and just like wow, I would. But I told my mom the other day. I said, I hope you know that if I had dated Deuce, I would have lost my virginity when I was 16 <laughs> because I would have gave it up in a heartbeat. Had it rolled in her eyes. <laughs> virginity from behind. <laughs> I can't wait till y'all get married so we can all say she gets a maddie. Yeah, we have that movie memorized, guys. 
Sorry. That's like my Bible. Yeah. I know. I wasn't even alive in the 80s. I think that's how I learned about sex. <laughs> and my mom is sitting right here. And how many times have I told you I'm still waiting to hear about my period? <laughs> well, honey, you're going to have to keep on waiting. <laughs> so speaking of Gloria, my mother. Yes. Say hello. This is me. Everybody loves Mama Gloria. Mama Gloria. Everybody knows Mama Gloria. And she's got her own little fan base with her fascination of Mark Anthony. Oh, my gosh. Every time I hear his name, I... Quiver. Good walk. My chingadero. Whatever you want to call it. Her 4th of July gets to popping and rocking. It's a little bit... High strong. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my daughter didn't know anything, and I didn't either, so I was just passing the bucket the way my mother did it. I didn't know anything. I thought I was dying. And my sister was looking through the window to see what my mother was doing to me, and they're all laughing. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. you know, we didn't have sex education in school like you guys do now. No. We didn't have it either. Yes, y'all did. We didn't we have health. We had health, and they just told us about penis and the vagina. Vagina, vagina. Well, that's, all vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you needed. But they didn't tell us anything else about it. We weren't taught the. We quote movies really too much. Oh my god, yes. Oh yeah, just like anyway. with Step Brothers. Just want to. Shove you inside my vagina and leave you there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Movie yeah. night. Movie night, I know. Um so you were you didn't know anything going into your I don't even know if I wanna know this about my dad. <laughs> uh, but I do have to ask. No, you mean when we <clears throat> Your honeymoon night, so to say. Oh, gosh, I was terrified. I think I probably did it in my clothes, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably had to put my panties on the stock. <laughs> <laughs> my mother. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to me uh, as we're 
driving and I was doing my other show, I was talking about the A spot, the O spot, the G spot, how to find it, clitoral stimulation. <laughs> No, they went to the spot. <laughs> <laughs> She's been missing out on all the spots. All the spots. I'm going to have to take her to her to get her first sex toy here pretty soon so you can find the spots. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a big post from Mark Anthony. Right there. All I have to do is open my daughter's, other daughter's closet. Oh, oh my sister's got. She's horrible. She's got the toys from A to Z and everything else. Three kids later. <laughs> I'm going to put them in the garage. Make <laughs> sure you clean them first. Right? <laughs> you know who would have been great here is Aunt Nelda. <laughs> she was the original enchilada queen. <laughs> so just before we went live, Aunt Pat was talking about her vagina. <laughs> and she, she said she don't have one. <laughs> I was trying. for business. <laughs> her 4th of July stand is out of business, so she says. It's so, out of business. Sorry. So tell us, Pat, how was your wedding night? I didn't have a wedding night. <laughs> I went up to Cloud Call, and I kept saying, are you sure you know where to put it? Are you sure? <laughs> You're still a virgin, right? Oh no! <laughs> In front of your mother? Oh yeah! Oh yes! My virgin ears. <laughs> and my mom knew it too, because like you said, you after your wedding night, you went home with a hickey on your neck, and you said it's like you pretty much have a sign of what you just <clears throat> did. And and you know it sucked. And I'm sorry, mommy. I'm sorry. She asked me. And because she saw the she saw the hickey, and someone else didn't someone else say yeah. that means she smashed. And I was like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And that's how I ended up admitting it. I was like, mommy, do you remember when Eric said that <laughs> I smashed because I had that hickey? And you're like, yeah. And 
was like, well, I did. And the look on my mom's face, I wanted to just die. Yeah. But after that, <laughs> I don't know. Now we're just so open about it. It's weird. <clears throat> I, I wish we were more comfortable, like, how we are now, like, back then. Because then I would have just told her. But I don't know. I was terrified. I literally had to have your boyfriend's mother tell me what was going on. Yeah, because I didn't want to say anything. So and then I had to just admit it, even though she already knew I had to. <clears throat> and I cried. And she just goes, but why? But why? But why? And I was like, well, Trisha, why do you do it? Because you want to. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you want to. Oh. And, I, and I accepted it. I did. Because I know when I was her age, 20-some years before that, if I had loved and had the emotions that she did for this boy, I probably, you know, like I said, if Deuce had been in my life at 16, I would have lost my virginity. And and the guy that she was with was someone that she had known and had puppy love since the fifth grade, and it just grew and grew and grew and grew all over the years. So that made me feel good. It wasn't just some random fool at a party. And even now, it's we're, we're, both, we're, we're both about to be 22 years old, and he is still one of my best friends. Yeah. I mean, we grew up together. Yes, we were. We dated. We fought. We hated each other. We loved each other. We thought we were going to go to college together and get married. And then we, I mean, we just, let's just say he was worth it. He wasn't some random fool that yeah. it took advantage of me. It meant something, and I would do it just like that. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I wouldn't take it back. I don't regret it. Yeah. It was but it was in the those right way. days we knew we couldn't do it because you get pregnant. Yeah. I mean you drink a glass of water and you were pregnant. What is Ooh, it? pickles. Oh yeah. If you crave pickles, you were, you pregnant. were pregnant. Oh Lord my you eyes know, didn't. We knew better that. because our parents would always tell us. You're gonna get in trouble. Don't have You're sex. gonna yeah. You'll get pregnant. So and we had to wait until we were Get Jason, my son. You know, I knew he had been. I, I have to give it to him and his then girlfriend. They'd been dating a year, a little bit over a year, and nothing had happened. Because I always told him, "You better tell me." One, I'm your mother. Two, I'm psychic. And three, I need to make sure you're prepared for everything. And and we're close enough. He he trusted me enough, and. I just knew it was the day. I, I just knew. I was like, okay, I'm going to the gym, son. I will be back in three hours. If you need anything, there's stuff in my top drawer. <laughs> so you know what to do. Whatever, Mom. When I came back, they were both sitting on the couch crying. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, they were just crying and I'm and his bottom lip was quivering and she was sitting there just holding on to him and I was like I cried and I wasn't trying to make light of the situation but they were both just like what did we just do so I was like did y'all at least have an orgasm (laughs) (laughs) and he's like oh my god mom was it that obvious I'm like well you're sitting there 
with your lip hanging, and I know you because I had that same look. <laughs> How did I just do? But I loved his dad at the time. And um, I said, so, you know, it's okay. And I've, and I've always told him, you can tell somebody you love them, you can show them, you can buy them things, but it's until you completely bear your soul in that intimate way, that's why it's called making love. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. you do that. Mm-hmm. And he was okay with it afterwards. <clears throat> and he's always been very open and has come to me. And, you know, I've I've always kept him protected in a sense with knowledge because as a nurse, I delivered a baby to an 11-year-old girl. That's just not anatomically correct at that age. I mean, seriously. I was still torn between my Barbie doll and Dave Kahn from Depeche Mode. Right. He's going to hear me one day on there. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I've always kept it very open and honest and non-threatening because I remember when I first did it, there was no way I was telling Gloria. I mean, and I had issues with my period. And she was like, did you get your period this month? And I remember getting ketchup, putting it on a damn pad because she wanted to know I had my period. And I was so jacked up medically. <laughs> I didn't want her to freak out. Even though I hadn't done anything, I, I knew. I knew what I had. So, yeah, that's how scary. And when I did, I remember telling her I wanted to go on the pill. By the way, she wouldn't call Grandma. <laughs> She would call Stelly Floors and get Stelly on the phone and, like, why? I think she might have even gave me a busted lip or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was in shock. I <clears throat> well, that's good, you know. And I tell a lot of, because we live in a society now where. Okay, but let me just ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is it different because you had a son? That was, you know, and you were the one to tell him all of this as opposed to, you know, we're, she's my daughter. We can talk about periods and stuff like that. What, what made it different? Maybe just because you were just an open mind. I think it was, I'm an open mind, but a lot of, how do I put this? A lot of, I get one story from women that have daughters and they're like, oh, I just, I don't want my daughter to get pregnant. And then you have the ones that have the sons and they're like, well, that's not my responsibility. It's her responsibility. And it's like I, I had somebody on a show uh, a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was and say that, you know, who they asked me the question, who's responsible for the birth control? Well, honey, it's your body. And you need to buy your own birth control because if you're waiting for him to buy it, then you're going to be waiting for No. No? No. What's not true? What's not true? We're down to the last I have six a son months. And a daughter. Uh, I about it with if I had a daughter, I would be very open too because I know how boys can be. Exactly. And you know, there's always that misconception of, well, I'm the guy. I shouldn't have to. I should just put it in you, and that's it. You should take care of it. And it's like I told my son from early on. I'm going to tell you, I'm on the pill. Don't believe him. I've got an implant. Don't believe him. I'm going to pee afterwards. I won't get pregnant. Uh, that's a whole other show. <laughs> that doesn't work. And, you know, oh, you don't need to use a 
a condom just pull out. The the pre-swimmers are the most powerful ones. Those are going to be the ones to get you pregnant. So I've always told him, hey, hey, little man, if, if you're out there and you're in the heat of the moment and you can't put it on, call me. I will come and do it for you. He's like, fuck, mom. I didn't go that far. <laughs> but I was trying to instill in him enough fear that I don't want to come to mom to come and do this Exactly, because, exactly, until you put a ring on it and you know for sure this is what you want and this is where you're going, don't, don't believe it. So, what about you two ladies? Anything, we're down to the last minute. Y'all have anything to say, anything else? (coughs) Any advice for young ones today for sex and... I never told my daughter and son this. Nope. Nope. Never did. No, never did. What was? What about your dad? Did he say anything? My dad? Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, he never. He never said anything about that stuff. I mean, I guess he just assumed I would know what to do. I don't know. That I mean, he was very strict. I never had a boyfriend. I didn't have a boyfriend until I was a senior in high school. And then he went away to college, so he wasn't worried about me being around guys. And he was so such a uh, strong force that other guys would leave me alone. They were afraid of him. So I guess that was his form of birth control. <laughs> 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 you know, hey. You know, but he was, but he wasn't mean. He was just, I don't know. Guys were just like, ah. Uh, you guys need to understand. In the Flores family, it was just the name alone that yeah. was. She's a florist. You didn't mess with her. Yeah. Yeah. No, Daddy just never really said anything. And it was probably maybe right after I had my daughter that I started talking about things to my mom. Um, you know, hey, this or that, or and, and then because I was already already divorced, so she obviously knew I was having sex because I had a baby, a daughter. But and I told her, I said, well, I'm gonna get some. I, I need it. Uh, it's just like air, water is something that I need. And I was afraid at first, even you were on a I, diet. I was on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, even now you, you know, were sexually anorexic. <laughs> but you know, I I would talk to her about things, and she'll even tell me things about that. And I'm like, <laughs> that's where I get it from, I guess. You know. Now that I'm older, I'm I'm. I would say I'm very good, huh? Mm-hmm. He's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's been with me. He started having sex young. How old were you, if you don't mind? Thirteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock on. Rock on. Okay. He only made it better for me. There you go. You had a lot of practice. It's okay. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. So I want to thank all of y'all for being on the front porch and allowing my allowing me to come and be on your front porch. And like I said, this is the first of many tour dates that I will be on. So I will be going to the Vaughn Ranch in a couple of weeks. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Then I'm hitting, I'm going to start in the south first, and I already have dates for Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, um, Alabama, Florida. And I'm hoping I get to see Paula Dean while I'm in Georgia. Bobby Dean should be my husband. Can you imagine having Paula Dean in our family? Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. So anyway, and uh, South Carolina. So if you want to be on your porch, 
send me a message to front porch Monica Lee at front porch sex talk dot com. Tell me why you want me there and uh, send me a picture of your front porch. That's exactly what they did and I fell in love and I came. So um literally <laughs> stay tuned for pictures. I might be posting a few. Um maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Could be. And um if you haven't gone already, go, go to my website, com and tune into Rock Rage Radio every morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, with Keeping It Sexy with Monica Lee, playing great music and talking sexy talk. So, thank you again for having me here. I will be heading back to Texas soon. And um, again, Trisha, give us real quick how do we get a hold of you? Uh, you can read, you can view my website and contact me at tzphotography3.com. There's a link on there on the bio if you want more information or any type of, um, you know, feedback or see my work. And I do travel. I have traveled before to do boudoir. So, so you come to Texas next and we'll do boudoir shoots over there. We'll do it. All right. I came here. It's your turn to go over there. So... Rockwave Radio, get your app. And from the front porch of Flores Photography to y'all, we send y'all all our love. Peace. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. Parts.